Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible, I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, And then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. And a wonderful pre Christmas welcome to all of our listeners in Columbus, Ohio, and in Tampa, Florida. Yes, today we are simulcasting. Uh, my dear friend Bill Bunkley is away from the microphone for a little bit. And uh, I have the privilege of doing my program in Columbus, Ohio, Bob Bernie Live, and Bill Bunkley's program in Tampa as well. So whether you are listening in Columbus or Tampa, I welcome you to the program. And let me give you my telephone number. And uh, those of you listening in the Tampa area, of course, this is not the number that you are accustomed to calling, but it works. 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. And then at the top of the hour, our family will expand again. We will be joining our friends in Washington, D.C. So at the top of the hour, we'll be broadcasting in Columbus, Ohio, Tampa, Florida, and in Washington, D.C. But right now, it's Columbus, Tampa, And I welcome you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me. Well, there is breaking news. The uh, police officer in the Minneapolis area, Kim Potter, the uh, jury just announced their verdict, and the former police officer has been found guilty on two manslaughter counts in the uh, shooting of Dante Wright. Uh, to, uh, to to help you remember, uh, Dante Wright was arrested. He was first pulled over for expired tags, and he had a air freshener hanging from the mirror. And a great deal has been made about that. 
How dare they? He just he just had an air freshener. Well, no, he had expired plates. And then they they began running the plates and the uh, information. He had outstanding warrants, and so it was absolutely he. Some of the media have said he was being arrested because he had an air freshener hanging from his mirror. Now that is a violation, but you don't get arrested for that, and that is not why they attempted to arrest him. He had outstanding arrest warrants, so it was absolutely common procedure to arrest him. Uh, He resisted arrest, and he uh, tried to flee, tried to get back into the car and drive away, and uh, Officer Kim Potter began shouting, Taser, Taser, And uh, according to her testimony, I don't think we have any reason to disbelieve her, uh, she thought she had her taser, pulled the trigger, and it was her gun. And she fatally shot Dante Wright. Tragic thing. Uh, Should Dante Wright have been killed? Of course not. Um, All right. It is easy for any of us who are not in the heat of the moment with a a police situation to say, how in the world could you get a gun to taser confused? And I would say the same thing. How do you do that? And my answer is, I don't know. So uh, at best, it was a horrible, tragic accident. At worst... It was manslaughter, and that is exactly what the jury found. Two counts of manslaughter. Uh, she will not be sentenced till sometime in the new year, but the uh, the uh, the charges would warrant anywhere from seven to fifteen years in prison. Uh, different counts; they could be uh, served concurrently. Uh, we don't know. The prosecutors in the case are actually trying to go for even a longer term than 7 or 15 years. Um, A lot of times I'll make comments on a case like this. To be honest, I don't know enough of the details. So I'm just going to report it. Uh, Kim Potter has been found guilty on two manslaughter cases counts in the fatal shooting of Dante Wright, and that makes her the third police officer in Minnesota to be convicted of killing a civilian on the job. Uh, So that is breaking news out of um, Minnesota, and much of the nation has uh, has been watching that case, obviously. Uh, Here in the state of Ohio, Uh, For those of you listening in Tampa, forgive me for doing a little local, but this is very important. Our governor, Governor Mike DeWine, signed into law two pieces of legislation yesterday. One I think is wonderful, and I think it should be in place in every state in America. Here in Ohio, it is called Esther's Law. Um, What Esther's Law uh, provides is for patients in long-term care facilities, nursing homes, assisted living. Patients in long-term care facilities have now 
a right to put a camera in their room. They don't have to. It's voluntary, but no long-term care facility can prohibit them from putting a camera in the room of the patient. Uh, family has to approve, the patient has to approve, and there there are some stipulations. But the reason this came into being was a woman by the name of Esther uh, Pisker, that's why it's called Esther's Law, uh, her son felt something bad was happening to his mother in the nursing home, so he secretly put a camera in her room, and what he filmed was absolutely horrific. Uh, His mother was being severely abused by some of the nurses and the aides in the nursing home. Uh, Ever since that happened, he has been pushing for this law, and uh, Governor Mike DeWine signed it into law yesterday. Uh, The other piece of legislation signed into law here in Ohio is the state's first sports gambling bill. Oh, boy, just what we need. More gambling. Yeah, it's House Bill 29. And here's what here's what just gets to me. It was sponsored by Republicans. Well, people are gonna bet anyway, so we might as well make it legal. And then this is the clincher. We're gonna help public schools. We're gonna help it. Yeah. And I do not I don't know all the 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 betting laws, gambling laws in the state of Florida. Um, But here in Ohio, for years, we resisted, resisted, resisted casino gambling. And finally, the people of Ohio said, okay, 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 okay. And it was going to be the answer to our public school problems here in the state of Ohio. I will double-dog dare anybody to show me any real improvement in public education here in the state of Ohio since we have had legalized gambling and millions of dollars have gone into public schools. And what do we have to show for it? To my knowledge, zero. Nothing. Local school districts like the one I live in still passing levies. We still need more money. Uh, but remember, legalized gambling was going to, it was going to answer all the problems. Well, that's what, uh, that's what we're being told here with sports gambling. Now, folks, listen, I I don't know where you are on gambling, and I'm not going to try to convince you either way, but can you tell me anything else that is completely, totally, absolutely dependent upon losing Gambling cannot succeed unless there are more losers than winners. Yeah, think about that for a minute. All right, hey, we've got to take a break. Hey, maybe you want to talk about gambling. It's okay. 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. This is Bob Bernie Live. 
I don't have time to get into it right now, but please, 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 if you can stick with me right after the top of the hour, I've got a story that... Talk about the insanity that is overwhelming our culture. Boy, do I have an illustration of it. Bizarre, crazy, insane, sad, evil. Yeah, all of those things uh, right at the top of the hour. So I know you're busy, you're last-minute shopping and all that. If you can stick with me, I'll share that story with you uh, right at the top of the hour. Uh, State of Missouri is putting together a heartbeat bill fashioned after Texas. Now, why? Well, I believe currently there are 14 states that have heartbeat bills that cannot be enforced because a federal judge has put an injunction on them. Texas is the unique exception. Uh, This case has already gone to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court has not ruled on the constitutionality of the Texas uh, heartbeat bill. They should have, but they they didn't. Uh, They kicked it back to the lower courts, but said, until the whole thing is decided, you can enforce the law. And the major difference is the enforcement aspect of the heartbeat bill, which basically says you cannot abort a baby after a heartbeat is detected. That's usually somewhere around six weeks. In all of the other heartbeat bills, the enforcement is up to the government, the state. The Texas bill allows the enforcement to individuals. Individuals can actually sue an abortion provider, bring charges, et cetera, et cetera. And so Missouri is fashioning a heartbeat bill much like the one in Texas, hoping uh, that it will have the same result as Texas. So we will uh, we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, the... Uh, The Mississippi bill that has already been heard before the Supreme Court will probably determine what happens to all the rest of the heartbeat bills anyway, and that decision won't be handed down until uh, late spring, possibly even uh, early summer. Well, COVID, 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 COVID. That's what we're hearing over and over again. There are spikes all across the country. But here is something that, that I find interesting, and I'm I'm just passing this along. There are some uh, dramatic surges in COVID cases across America. The ones with the greatest surges are the states with the most stringent mask, vaccination rules, the states that have been the most strident in enforcing lockdowns, mask mandates, etc. Nobody has been more, I started to say totalitarian. Well, I will. New York has basically been totalitarian in the whole COVID thing. Uh, They are leading the nation right now in COVID infection rates. Also, Michigan, 
Minnesota, Maryland, and Vermont. Those are the states right now leading the country in COVID surges. What do they all have in common? Again, the strictest enforcement of vaccine mandates and mask mandates. And I will I will let you interpret that. Some of the states that have been the least strident, shall we say, are faring the best, like the state of Florida. Those of you listening in Florida, uh, Florida, compared to other states, doing remarkably well, and your governor has made it very clear. Uh, no, we're not going to lock down. We're not going to. Uh, we're not going to have mass mandates. And uh, your state is doing quite well. Here in Ohio, we are seeing an enormous surge in the last um, the last four days. We have seen an unbelievable surge in COVID cases. And yes, mass mandates have been. Enforced again in several Ohio cities, several Ohio counties, and it just doesn't seem to be working. Now, once again, I want to make it clear. I don't take COVID lightly. My wife and I have lost several friends to COVID. So I'm not saying it's not serious. I'm just saying that the mask mandates, the lockdowns, have simply not worked. They just haven't. If there's any good news, the uh, Omicron, or Omicron, however you you want to pronounce it, uh, erupted in South Africa and has spread across the world. Right now, 73% of all new cases in the United States are the Omicron variant. South Africa has already reached their peak and has declined rapidly. And they have found that those who have the Omicron variant are, and I'm quoting, an 80% lower risk of hospitalization. So if there's a silver lining to that, I think that's it. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back with more Bob Bernie Live in Columbus, Ohio, and Tampa, Florida. And uh, we'll be joined by our friends in Washington, D.C. as well. 